Hello, and welcome everyone to Sacred Balance. I'm your host, Jui Rami. Sacred Balance is a special space created for seekers where we come together to explore deeper dimensions of life and share spectacular stories of people who are avidly seeking that balance while thriving and tasting magic of life and all its possibilities. So come join us and together, let's make it happen. Julia is a cancer survivor whose deep quest around her own death led her to Sadhguru and began a healing journey filled with experience of grace beyond her wildest imagination. Now, she nurtures people with her nutritious pranic-based recipes and lives a life filled with gratitude and joy. Welcome to Sacred Balance Podcast. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to have you on. I've been wanting to have you on for a long, long time. And I want to thank you for making the time to make this happen for our listeners and I. So we're super excited to jump right into this journey with you and, and to hear your story. Um, and to start off, I wanted to ask you, how did you find Sadhguru? How did this journey of seeking and this quest begin for you? You know, it was absolutely unexpected, actually. You know, the way Sadhguru is saying that do not go searching for a guru when uh, the pain of ignorance within you becomes a scream, a guru will come in search of you. Yes. This is precisely what happened to me, quite literally. Uh, because I, I always consider myself a spiritual seeker, but I felt like I could never find my place within spiritual or religious communities. No matter how much I tried, mm-hmm. it never just felt right. Yes. I always had too many questions and the answers offered never would satisfy me. And even though I consider myself a spiritual seeker, all my life I did so, the last thing I thought I needed was a guru. <laughs> yes. And uh, when my friend sent me a link to some guru speaking online, I was in the middle of uh, chemotherapy treatment. Yeah. I couldn't listen much to this person mm-hmm. before I bursted out in rant. So I wrote a couple of pages ranting on how only uneducated people can have a guru. Um, about what makes me who I am and um, why would I ever listen to some stranger who has no idea who I am. Yes. And this couple of pages that I wrote were my cry of ignorance. (laughs) You know, as mortality was staring straight into my face, Yeah. Desperately wanted to know where I was going after this life. Yes. And why I'm here on the first place. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, I was pretty clueless about where to search for the answers. Yeah. And my patient friend, 
<laughs> sent me another link, uh-huh. gently but firmly asking to give him a promise that this time I will watch the video. Yes. Saying that in this video, it it's not a guru, but mm-hmm. a scientist in conversation with the wise man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And reluctantly, I agreed. And I remember this day, I was, it was the third day after the chemo treatment. Oh. I was quite feeble. Mm-hmm. And while laying in bed, I start listening to the video with my eyes closed. Right. It was video of Deepak Chopra in conversation with Sadhguru. Wow. And the second I heard Sadhguru's voice, I felt an immediate attraction. It, it yeah. was immediate. I felt a connection beyond the words and mm-hmm. my love affair began. <laughs> so I sought, of, uh, I sought out every Sadhguru video and publication that was out there back then. Uh-huh. I On YouTube. Yes. On YouTube and, you know, the books that were available. Yes. I devoured each word of, uh, word of his. Uh-huh. And um, it's never satisfied my thirst. I was always hungry for more. Wow. And one of the first things that came my way was Brahmananda Swarupa chant. Yes. And back then I knew nothing about the chant and the mm-hmm. art of chants other than verbal translation. Yes. Of this chant, but the sounds of this chant seems so gentle and nourishing to me. Mm-hmm. So I would play it for a prolonged amount of time. Sometimes I would hum along. Yeah. Some, sometimes I just um, would out on the floor and let the chant take me away for a couple hours. It was magic to me. I couldn't explain my attraction to the chant, but it was there with me um, all the time. And I want to give a little context uh, to our listeners. For those who do not know, Brahmananda Swarupa is a chant created by Sadhguru. It's a coordination of uh, consecrated sounds put together, and it creates such a lubricating grace. in your consciousness and uh, you know it and like Julia said also healing process so go ahead Julia tell us a little bit about more more about that <laughs> and um, so that was the first thing that I started doing um, mm-hmm. and the second thing was um, uh, I was able to do Isha Kriya meditation it mm-hmm. was it just came to me through my research and it was yes. very, very supportive for my uh, mental well-being. Yes. Because chemotherapy was quite brutal to me. Yeah. And I experienced terrible neurological side effects that were manifesting in impaired cognitive function and times of severe depression and suicidal thoughts. It was quite oh. brutal. I was well aware of uh, what was happening to me, though, and detrimental effects of chemotherapy, but I refused to take antidepressants. Yeah. So that was making it even more challenging for me. Yeah. And um, I knew that some side effects were possible. So before I went to chemo treatment, I thoroughly researched potential side effects and mm-hmm. figure out how to holistically assist my body with herbal remedies. 
Yeah. And that is how I uh, supported myself. It was holistic remedies, conscious food choices, mm -hmm. Isha Kriya, and magic of chance were just literally pulling me through one of the most challenging times of my life. Yeah. And because of uh, chemo, my immune system was incredibly weak. And oh. I was, it was essential for me to <clears throat> restrict my physical contact with other people. Mm -hmm. Shortly after I was uh, done with chemo, I was able to take an engineering course, course online. Yes. And, <laughs> and that is how I would describe my experience of the program. Um, I felt like it was library after the earthquake in my head, literally. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. All the books with knowledge were there, you know? Yes. I, that I collected, all these bits and pieces of knowledge that I collected through my life, yeah. they were all inside, but in a massive pile on the floor. Wow. And I felt like Sadhguru just came and just placed them very neatly in the perfect order on the shelves that they belonged mm -hmm. to, and everything became very clear to me. So your mind, body, emotions, and energy, everything got aligned and it brought you to such a healing process within your system that even though you were going through, you know, cancer and chemotherapy, things just started falling into place, it seems like. Uh, you see, after, uh, when I took the program, the engineering program online, I was yeah. already months after I uh, it was several months after I finished my treatment oh okay and uh, as I was going through the program it became very clear that the happiness and joy that radiates from within me yeah it, they really not depend on outside situations and no mm -hmm. one can be in charge of it but me. And that would become very apparent to me. Yes. And um, <laughs> that wasn't the philosophy or idea or topic for discussion for me. To me, it was a living truth. If before I was intellectually all of those things, yes. and my first master's degree is in history, so I was... Um, actually aware of all spiritual books and spiritual teachings but yeah. this program just made everything clear yeah. you know yes. when you understand it with your brain it's one thing when it's your lived experience it's totally different thing yes. so that was uh, this program the in engineering time did for me and after completing the program, I felt liberated, free, and very happy, very joyful. Uh, and I felt complete. Yeah. I felt very grateful to the man. And in no need other additional programs until one day. <laughs> yeah. I so you took it online first, Julia. And then yes. what, tell me... How did the initiation into the Shambhavi practice, the 21-minute practice that you learn, you know, through initiation, how did that happen? And uh, tell us, um, like, how that whole journey brought you into to where you are today. 
You see, I felt uh, no need for Sambavi. I did not know what Sambavi was. The engineering prog- uh, program online um, was very powerful to me, yeah. and I felt really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and take into consideration where I was in life, you know, I just, um, I, it, it gave me peace. It gave me yeah. peace and happiness and joyfulness. Uh, and I was walking along the ocean one day. I was very content and very uh-huh. happy. I was listening to Sadhguru through through my phone. And he said something like that. <clears throat> then I'll lose the quote. Forgive me, Sadhguru. <laughs> <laughs> if okay. I get something wrong. You can um, rephrase it in your own words. So he says something uh, like that. If you die prematurely, yes. uh, something terrible happens to you or car accident or someone takes your life you might not depart entirely you might linger around yes (laughs) and it stopped me on my tracks like literally and figuratively speaking lingering especially because of the the whole uh cancer journey it puts death right in your face right so it makes you even more aware You know, yeah, it was in my face and I was okay. I was absolutely okay with staying or going. I wasn't okay with lingering. (laughs) Yes, the lingering part got your attention, yeah. I didn't want to linger around. So now I had another burning question inside of me. Uh How would one know where it is the time to go? Yes. And... If there is a time, how do I know when is my time? Yeah. How do we know? That's a very good question, actually. Like knowing when to leave and how to leave. If we can figure that out, we would really truly be the masters of our destiny. (laughs) Yeah. And at this moment, I knew that uh, I had to the guy. I had to see Sadhguru. And uh, I had to see him himself to ask this question and then yeah. you i had to see uh, Sadhguru, and for that i needed my time because yes. i could not travel far back then because i still had port chemotherapy sticking out of my chest and yes. so to be realistic i set myself a goal within a year it was february i set myself within a year i'm gonna pull the port out yes. and and I travel to India mm-hmm. and I'm going to see who and I will ask him my question. Yes. <laughs> what a plan, uh, huh? Like yeah. I, even going through all that you're going through, you have a port inside you, you're going through chemotherapy and you made this plan, Julia. I mean, wow. Kudos to you. This is, this is, you're so brave and you're so inspiring. Oh, thank you. I felt like I was ready to go, but yeah, I'm, was fine with going but then I figured out I need time I need my time to know that I depart correctly yeah <laughs> lingering will not happen so one night I was casually scrolling through the news feed on my phone <clears throat> I was laying in bed quite weak uh, still mm-hmm. and then um, I saw I, I it just you know the thought my hat let me check on Sadhguru's schedule it almost like it's always happened to me <laughs> it just it's from nowhere just stuff comes yeah. and I wish typed in search Sadhguru's uh-huh. schedule right 
That's yes, what I you did. googled it, right? Sadhguru I googled <laughs> it from nowhere. I was thinking, I just was doing nothing, literally. Yes. And uh, it's popped up in my phone that Sadhguru himself will give four-day program in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was so thrilled. I had no idea about the program, neither did I care what the kind of program it was. Yes. All I knew that Sadhguru would be there and I must see him and I had to make it happen. So yeah. I, ran into, uh, I ran into computer, I pulled out the forms, they were available and I start filling up the forms when I came uh, to the required field. And mm-hmm. it was a prerequisite there. I did not have, and it was Shambhavi Mahamudra that you asked me about. Yes, yes. So I called the Isha Center and I begged him for exemption, but of course they didn't give it to me. Yes. And uh, I looked online. I actually asked them first, like, what should I do? And they they told me one second, one second, and they <laughs> they checked something and they came back and they said you know in your area there is an engineering completion program happening and I'm like no uh-huh. way because when I was going through the chemo and again was checking if any programs available in my area and there were none there were uh-huh. zero there were none of the pro- uh, programs it was some hatha yoga happening back then on the other uh, co- uh-huh. in the temple area but it was way too far for me to travel right. so I was especially while you had everything going on in order for you to drive it would be such a toll on you yeah it was no realistic at all yeah. yes and I could not pay hotels and stuff like that you know yeah. so I was straight it was one of the very first programs that happened in the area yeah and uh, I signed up for Bhavaspandana program that mm-hmm. the uh, four-day program that was happening in uh, Tennessee and for my in-engineering completion program at once. Yeah. And it happened in 15 minutes. Wow. And I booked the, uh, all my tickets, my airplane tickets, booked two programs, and it was just a miraculous sweep of things that just, it just happened. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it just, and um, I mean, you know, really, we applaud you, Julia, that, you know, you must have been feeling very weak, you know, when you go through chemotherapy and stuff, and you probably had very little strength, yet you were searching online, you're willing to drive an hour away while you're going through your treatment to really finish, uh, you know, the initiation of Chambavi. I mean, really, we truly applaud you. Tell us what happened next. But you know, it's really, it's not me. It's almost like it's something within me yeah. that was uh, pull me up and, yes. and uh, give me this, uh, I had incredible drive in, yeah. inside me. And I actually wasn't excited at all to take the second inning. <laughs> I wasn't excited. Yeah. I felt like I already went through online in engineering and yeah. I did not need for um, additional yoga practice. I did not know what Shambhavi Mahamudra was. Right. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yeah. Because it truly was the best gift I could ever give. Yes. Uh, you hit a gold mine with that. <laughs> yes. And uh, I have huge gratitude for this program and 
I took both of the programs, you know, one online and one in person with teacher uh-huh. because they, even though they quite different. So yes. I benefited from uh, both of the programs in, uh, in different ways. Yes. Uh, the program, uh, the Shambhavi Mahamudra uh, Kriya and the in engineering program that I took with teacher was amazing. Mm-hmm. And even for me, it was extremely physically challenging. Yeah. Uh, towards the end of the third day, there was a very special process offered. And during which this pro- process, something very profound happened to me. And I felt like a lot of my body limitations were broken right there during wow. the process. So that happened even before initiation to Shambhavi Mahamudra. Mm-hmm. Um, I... On the third day itself. On the third day, I felt like something very special happened and I could not put my finger on it. If I would describe, I felt like some of my body limitations were broken. Something just lift off and left me. Wow. And by my last day of the program, I knew that I was very lucky. Very lucky. Uh, lucky to be alive and yes. lucky to be able to receive what was offered there. Yes. And uh, even though I had no idea what it was, yes. but by my experience, I knew that it was something very, very special. Yes. And uh, by the end of the program, I was initiated Shambhavi Mahamudra. Yes. And I was able to uh, start practicing it. I did Shambhavi mm-hmm. uh, Mahamudra twice a day and days, and on the 28th day, yeah. sharp, I was in yeah. attending my Pravaspandana. Wow. I'm clapping and applauding you. <laughs> How can it happen? How can it happen, right? It's, yes. I, I did a full mandala. 28th day, as I completed my mandala, I remember my last Shambhavi to complete the mandala, I did right in front of Mahima. I went right into, uh, and then it was 2016, my Pravaspandana program. So my in, uh, my first in the engineering, I took 20, it was, uh, I think, uh, December, like late winter. Yes. And then uh, 2016 was my Pravaspandana. Wow. Uh, this is a four-day program for those who don't know that led by Sadhguru and it's offered by Sadhguru in, uh, it was offered before COVID. COVID. Yes. <laughs> and mm-hmm, so I uh, I can't say much about this program without revealing its content, but all I can say is that it was what I was unknowingly seeking. Yeah. And far beyond. Wow. All my questions were answered, and I was showered with grace, and I got so much more uh, from this program that I expect. Yeah. And right after the program, I insisted on removing the port for chemotherapy from my body. Doctors uh, wanted me to keep it for three more years. What a miracle. Uh, I just never accepted it as a part of me and yeah. I could wait to get it out. Yes. And I had to do some ne- uh, ne- negotiation to make it happen, but I'm very with happy. With the doctors. Yes, with the doctors. Yes. 
Um, and again, you know, it seems like uh, all my questions were answered. It was over. I got my questions answered and I met Sadhguru, my master. So now I could just continue living and rebuilding my health. Yes. But to my surprise, <laughs> several months later, yeah. preparatory sadhana, I was traveling solo to India. <laughs> Look at that. Wow. I mean, that's astonishing. That's really. And it was Yogeshwar Alinga consecration. Yeah. That, um, happened to me. Yes. And uh, going to India for consecration wasn't even a decision for me. It yeah. was more calling. Yeah. You were it, being called for you know, to, to be present in that ceremony. Wow. It just one moment and I just knew that I had to go. I still remember this moment. I was at Trader Joe's parking lot. shopping, <laughs> <laughs> And I came home uh, after my grocery shopping and I just filled up the forms. I knew I had to go. I, I wasn't even questioning it. I did not know how I'm going to make it happen. I just, uh -huh. I just knew the thing themselves and um, yeah I just I'm so remember this moment very clearly uh, I filled up the forms and shortly after I was approved I booked the flight uh, and uh, the ashram stay stay in Kambator city because I knew I have to sort of you know adjust to the climate yes and it was my first time in India <laughs> the very first time huh very first time and I did not tell my parents about my traveling not many people knew because I didn't worry them because yes, my immune system course. still yeah. very weak after chemo I still was in recovery state oh. and uh, it was not advisable for me to travel overseas I, I went to my oncologist and I told him that I'm going and I said you know I'm gonna go either way yeah. so just you know, what's your advice? So he, he gave me some prescriptions just in case something happens to me. Right. So I, I had my, you know, <laughs> medication bag. And other than that, I just, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a question for me that I had right. to go. Um, but it felt I felt very strongly. I felt very strongly that I must go when I went. Yeah. I stayed in Kampato several days. Uh -huh. uh, after my visit to ashram and uh, after participating in consecration i truly felt like my life wasn't faced oh. <laughs> that your life that was what life wasn't wasted oh wow <laughs> even yeah yeah that, that that's how i would put it you know the consecration yeah. of Linga was it was magnificent mm -hmm. uh witnessing Sadhguru and all it his glory it's it just impossible and yeah. being part of the concentration uh, consecration <laughs> is a blessing beyond my belief it, it's wow. a blessing to, to to have this opportunity to be yes. part you're it, incredibly it, lucky it, yeah. it's just how lucky I am I, yeah just I felt so blessed and after the consecration I felt a strong feeling of belonging you know 
and uh, I felt tied to this place. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about uh, ashram in India, and yes. I felt like it, in India, the earth, you know. Repeat that again. I I didn't hear you. What did you say? Uh, um, I was I felt belong to I felt tied to the ashram, and uh -huh. I felt tied to the planet, to the earth. Oh, to the mother uh, earth. Yes, I felt like part of me was there forever and ever, oh. and it was incredible that just you know the feeling I had after consecration. Like grounded, and down to earth feeling, like, you know? It, it's, yeah. it's hard to put it in words. Yeah. I just, like, a part of it all, I felt. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I was on my way home, mm -hmm. and I thought that, you know, it was a fantastic experience, and now I'm complete. I checked oh. all this <laughs> now yeah. for sure. And uh, I felt no need to be physically present at Isha Yoga Center in India. Yes. But shortly after I arrived in America, I started sharing my traveling experiences. And I cut myself by saying, next time I go to India. <laughs> yeah. I myself, oh, oh, girl. <laughs> And well, so have you been to India since, Julia? Yes, yes, yes. At this moment, I knew, you know, it's uh, far more to unfold for me. I just knew that. And uh, after I came back, I went and nourishing my body to recover with deliberate food choices and yoga practices I learned. Yes. I attempted Surya. That was my next... Uh, Surya Kriya, did you say? Yes, Surya Kriya. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, shortly after I learned Surya Kriya, I wasn't able to practice it. I wasn't able to practice it. It was too difficult for me. Right. My poor body had um, a lot of work ahead of it, and it just wasn't <laughs> functioning properly. Right. Um, but after, like shortly after Surya Kriya, uh, I took, and I could not practice it. It was difficult i took yogasanas uh-huh and yogasanas were extremely helpful yogasanas um practicing yogasanas were a real game changer for me really Tell yes us how. um it didn't just improve my flexibility but it strength and it tremendously improved my joint health. Really? Because before I had Lyme disease and uh -huh. then chemo, you know, the chemo, and it, yeah. uh, I ended up with arthritis. And the I witness such an improvement in my joint health. It's unbelievable. You do know, you regularly I, do yogasana now as well, Julia? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, yes, I do. But to tell you the truth, last month was challenging. And uh, I do it daily. And I mm -hmm. actually feel, I actually feel the results, not wow. good results. I do yeah. feel effect from not 
practicing yogasanas on a daily basis. Uh-huh. It's really, really, um, it was essential to my health and well-being right. physically. Right. It's strengthening it your body after chemo and, you know. Yeah, and it gave me overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. It's kind and of balancing your whole system with the the stretches of yogasana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after adding yogasanas to my daily sadhana, then it's so it very funny easy. because when you look at the the yoga that's taught in studios, you know, when you go to like a studio yoga session, they teach, uh, you know, the it feels like the stretches are same. Well, when you take Isha Hatha yoga classes, like Yogasana and Surya Kriya, the breath work and the movements and the yoga poses that are created in Isha Hatha yoga are producing a phenomenal level of results, I find, from time and again, when I speak to yogis who are doing Yogasanas, like I feel Isha Hatha yoga is just some something very special. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why I, I did try uh, studio yoga before and it just never, never chived with me. Yeah. It, it felt right. Uh, but this practice is the way they taught, the way they installed in you. If you yes. practice them correctly, they really deliver. They really yes, deliver. They but really people, deliver results. Yes. For different people, it's a. Uh, different practices needed in certain time of their life you know like for me for example surya kriya considered to be like easier practice than some some people consider you know than yogasana and it is so for me now yes it's shorter uh it's more it's just different practice total different practice so yes for me uh yogasanas prepared my body and and put my body back together and then Surya Kriya or later Surya Shakti, it was quite easy, quite yes, easy. Yes, yes. Surya Kriya is like honey. <laughs> yeah, Surya Kriya is one of my favorite practices as well. Yeah. Going nice and gentle. But when I Julia, started... Julia, you're going in and out again. Um, so... Oh, sorry. How, how about now? Better? Yes, a little bit better. Okay. Okay, I start flowing here. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and repeat that sentence, last sentence for our I'm listeners. Saying that that Surya Kriya is a very flow, beautiful and practice. It's it's very. Um. It is. It it really balances your whole left and right. It balances your hormones. It balances your mood. It balances like, you know, the strength between the left side of the body and the right side of the body. It just kind of brings you into a whole level of peace and equanimity within you. And I think it's one of the coolest um, Isha practices. Um, And the flexibility, my God, when you do Isha Kriya, my spine feels like fluid. You know, I'm able to bend whichever way I like. (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah, and after that, after that, um, I felt again very complete. I felt like I did not need any other practice. And um, so far, every program with Guru was just happening to me. Yeah. I 
predicted. It just was almost like a swirl of events would uh, take me and place me there. I would yeah. say I would not say it was happening against against my will. No, I was eager to learn and wanted to be there, but it was almost like a strong current, you yes. know, just would pick something up was pulling you in that direction. Yes, it, it was pulling me over to where I'm supposed to be. And it was beyond my strength, even like to try to swim against it. Oh. <laughs> I felt like I was just destined to be there. And that's uh, what happened next with me and the Shunya Intensive Program. So how is, let's talk about today where you are, Julia. Tell me, how is your health today? And you also talked about how you started eating more, you know, concocting herbal remedies along with eating healthy. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, the pranic food aspect of your diet as well as your health. My health is wonderful. Yay. <laughs> and people should be uh, in my age. And uh, I always uh, was looking at food uh, a little bit differently. I, I just didn't realize that because it was norm for me, the way I was raised, the way I was brought up, the way it yes. was in my household, the way we were attending to food and the way we were looking at food. Um, so when went to Samyama program in India. It was interesting uh, because uh, while I was staying in ashram for Samyama, I had a very kindly conversation with other participants and we all talk, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the one question was the most part in preparation for Samyama and almost everyone would say it was food. Yes. Um, and it was very surprising to me because I didn't feel any significant adjustments in my diet. Mm -hmm. Ever, I even had, you know, when I was preparing to Samyama and those desserts were 100% in line with dietary requirements for this program. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That the way I eat is not much different from yogic diet and requirements that uh -huh. were set and when I shared the way I usually eat and the way how I prepare my food right. how I substitute certain ingredients in my cooking several people encouraged me to share my knowledge um, on the internet right uh, and it accessible to others and it happened to me even before that as well you know so it somewhere in my mind all, uh, always Right. Just deep inside, I just knew that I'm going to do that. Right. <laughs> I just had no idea when. Yes. And, um, you know, Samyama experience was amazing to me. And um, I lost track of time there. And so what have you done, Julia, now with your knowledge of, uh, you know, this herbal remedies and the food recipes that you created while you were going through chemotherapy and were healing yourself? How are you helping with that knowledge? Uh, others who are possibly in similar situation, let's say their gut health is, is poor or, you know, they just don't know how to create different wonderful pranic 
uh, based recipes to make, you know, a different kind of a diet happen in their life. How uh, have you done something unique like that to help other people? Yes, you see, um, I ran uh, a business, my own mm -hmm. business, and when uh, 2020 hit the world, yes. <laughs> all of us adjust, and my business took a big hit. I had to downsize and let go some, uh, of some people inside my house and move the warehouse into much smaller facility. So with all this chaos going on, I decided to jump into another project. And uh, I decided to start building PositivePranic.com website. And at the same time, I started Positive Pranic YouTube channel, right. where I'm sharing my original recipes, Positive Pranic recipes, and the way I approach food. Right. And my life experiences. Even, you see, even though I share my recipe, uh, my recipes yes. in most of my videos. Yeah. I love my recipes. I want everyone to try them. The yeah. most important message I'm trying to convey through the videos is the approach to food. Yes. Because even that the recipe is important, mm -hmm. but the way we do it is mm -hmm. the most important part of the interaction between you and the food. Yes. I truly firmly believe that we should enjoy the food we eat without being paranoid about the calorie counts, about the number of carbs, fats, yes. or what the latest dietary fat is. It makes me very sad when people look at the beautiful fruits and yes. see sugar. Or yes. look at the fresh, off-the-ground, gorgeous vegetable and yes. see carbs. This is yeah. very, very sad to me. That is how insensitive to life we become. It's sad. It is sad. Because food is life. It is. And the blissful experience we are able to have with the life we call food, if one can only perceive it, is the most intimate and sensual experience one can ever have. So those who are, let's say, like are on a limited budget and, you know, can't always eat organic and can't always have like the variety of because you're based in Florida, you might have a, a bit more variety of produce and, you know, fruits and vegetables. Like how do you do recipes that help people on a budget? Do you help with recipes like people who want to eat more healthier but don't have a lot of options of fruits and vegetables. How do you help people in, in that regard? But you see, it's not about the options. It's about you cooking from scratch. Yes. Whatever fruits and vegetables uh, available, it's a beautiful experience. Once you make, once you look at food differently, it should not come from the can. It should not yes. come from the if it doesn't look like, if it's in a package, <laughs> you, you yeah. maybe should consider avoiding it. Uh, yeah. But food is such a experiencing such a magic. All right. our senses are hugely in, involved when it comes to food. Yeah. You see, like it doesn't matter how much one person loves another, how right. blissful and orgasmic the intimacy between two people is. They yes. will never be one 
never in yes. the physical. But the life we call food is willingly becoming part of you. It's actually becoming a part of you. Yes, absolutely. It and that's is, what also Sadhguru says. Exactly. Yes, and he teaches about pranic foods and during inner engineering and the importance of eating you know, pranic-based foods. And he also explains the negative and positive pranic foods. And and your recipes are based on that, correct? Um, yes, that's the way I eat. And, and that's the way Sadhguru looks at things. And that's the way I see food. And I just, once you experience it, truly experience, not yeah. understand it academically, don't understand it, mentally yes but literally experience that it is merging with with your body yeah body miraculously it's it's transmitting energy through mm -hmm. this body of yours yes if one experiences it fully once how can you resist not experiencing this thrill over and over again yes that's empowering way to look at it Absolutely. How do you ever look at food preparation as a, a throwing a bunch of ingredients in the pot? And it's yeah. also like a spiritual process, right? Like food Absolutely. making, food preparing, and lovingly serving others and sharing. It's like a whole, it, it, just like we do our yogic and spiritual practices, cooking and sharing and preparing food is also a very much a spiritual process. Wouldn't you say? Preparation is the most beautiful offering I can give to myself and yeah. everyone. Around. It, this is, <laughs> it is nothing short of the magic. You yes. can call it a three, you can call it a foreplay, a form of meditation, yes. an experience of oneness with creation itself. It's a gift and that's how I approach it. Absolutely. And, uh, my recipes are not so fancy, you know, if they mm. not. They, uh, I try to put the basic ingredients um, that are uh, accessible to all. It's just on yeah. Instagram and Facebook. I do share pictures with exotic fruits. Uh, yeah. For most exotic, but for me, that's what grows in my area. I feel very blessed living here. Yeah. And to this <laughs> carnacopia of uh, yeah. amazing fresh fruits. Uh, but my recipes that I post on uh, Positive Pranic website and I share on Positive Pranic YouTube, all the ingredients are very basic. They yeah. are all accessible to everyone. And you can order them from Amazon or you can buy them in a grocery store. I keep it in mind. But again, um, all my recipes are unique. Mm -hmm. uh, they original, but I just try, I hope watching my videos, you really can see that it's not about the recipe. The recipes are yeah. great. I'm not saying I want people to try them. But yeah, we just stop focusing on throwing ingredients in the pot together. But mm -hmm. an experience the process of yes. creating something nourishing and beautiful. Yes. And it doesn't matter. You can live alone. It's yes. a gift. It's the best gift to yourself you can do, you know, other yes. than practice in the morning. <laughs> it's yes, absolutely. You are rich. You are a creator. 
you creating a body of yours, you putting this energy into your body. So it doesn't matter. It can be a cucumber, mm-hmm. can be a grain of rice. It doesn't have to be a fancy ingredient. Yeah, my recipes are not so so fancy at all. If you look at the ingredients, I try to create ingredient uh, to keep ingredient uh, minimal. Um, yeah. So it's very complicated. Well, they're definitely very colorful and beautiful, Julia. And I, I hope everyone who checks it out and learns a little bit more about pranic foods and how to eat more healthier and better and and creating a you know a healthy gut and a whole. Uh, you know, spiritual process of evolving through, you know, food making and sharing food. So I wanted to ask you, Julia, in your spiritual journey, what are you looking forward to? What are you working towards, let's say, during this pandemic and beyond in the next couple of <laughs> Not really. I just, I just am. <laughs> I don't have yeah. goals, you know, uh-huh. at this point. The one thing that I learned um, for uh, having a rule that I don't know what awaits. I really don't. I have no idea. I learned not to expect, not mm-hmm. to set ends, but take life as is. You know, right. it's today and I'm very grateful that I woke up. And yes. um, one important and thing. And you're still that- alive. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. one important thing that uh, one of the uh, teachers um, that uh, I hosted, I, I asked him the question. I told him that, you know, I'm doing my practices every morning, but sometimes uh-huh. it's so hard to get out of bed. <laughs> this is sometimes the most challenging. It's hard to roll out of bed. Some, yes. You, doing practices I'm fine and but sometimes it's just to get up it's it's not easy uh and I asked him do you have a similar experience what do you do when it's hard to get up in the morning and he told tell myself that the practices um are the most important thing that I can do today yeah and um that's what I say every morning that uh, you know my that's a really important thing to remember. So I'll repeat it. Practices are the most important thing I'll do today. Wow. How yeah. profound is that? Yeah. And uh, it's just changed my perception. And another thing, like Sadhguru said, you have to fall in love with your practices. You have to yes. fall in love. With then it's easy. Like nurture it like it's your pet, you know, and, and, and nurture it like it's your plant, plant or a pet, which whoever and, you want to nurture. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's what I do. I wake up and I go on with my day and I treat it like it's the most precious gift. Oh, I have no idea what's going to come and I'm thrilled to see. (laughs) And how lucky are we to be initiated into these marvelous practices that are timely tested and proven to really show results of health and well-being, but also beyond that. And it can do wonders for our life beyond our own imagination and the the dreams that we may have thought, you know? Unexpected, yeah. Yeah. What's your vision for the world, Julia? (laughs) For the world? Yes. I don't have it. No? (laughs) 
seeing through your recipes and all the stuff that you're doing, you're creating like a beautiful movement of people wanting to become more healthy, more conscious. That is, wouldn't that be your vision? I would say, like creating a more conscious planet. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I it just I, I I do my part. I wake up in the morning and I think, what can I do today? Me, little me, little yes. end. Yes, and I do, and uh, and that's all we I, can do, right? Where it that's it, all, all we, we can, can do. do. Grand yeah. vision. Every day, I think, what can I do? What yeah. can I do? inspire people i really would like people to start just seeing food preparation not other and but not even preparation cleaning up the house doing anything yeah. it's not a choice a beautiful offering yes. that you can whatever you can give whatever you can do if you can take a look at it and see it as beautiful offering instead of the chore or obligation what a difference wow. would it make because it did make a difference in my life. And yes. just a little switch of perception, I yes. make a big change in this world. And Julia, if you have to describe your inner engineering experience in one word, what word would you choose? And tell us why. <laughs> um, joy, it would have been joy. Um, it, it was joy for me. Yeah. My drink experience, uh, even though I had a lot of pain, but uh, my initiation in Shambhavi was just very joyful. And after that, every time I do Shambhavi Mahamudra, that would, uh, it just, uh, injection of joy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that injection of joy. Oh my gosh. You know, when people you have been, joyful, um, you know, fighting to get, um, get, get vaccinated. They, if they can take the vaccine along with the inner engineering injection, wouldn't that be like a joyful world waiting to happen, right? <laughs> exactly. You just feel your joy level going down. Just It's always there. It's always in your disposal. You don't have to pay membership fees in a gym. Yes. That's how wonderful it is. That's why this uh, this is a beautiful offering. Because yes. It's yours. And you know, forever. recently, uh, Sadhguru wrote um, the Karma book, and it's available on Amazon. When, you know, he talks about karma, he also says that, you know, we all have karmic ingredients for suffering, you know, whether whatever maybe we're born into, or maybe we have acquired, we have karmic tendencies that can create suffering within us. But whether we cook that suffering or not, it's up to us. So let's really come together and create pranic recipes instead of suffering, right? And create joy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. So it's so, so wonderful to have you, Julia. It's been such a pleasure. And if you have any thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners who, you know, maybe going through something like what you went through, you know, you went through cancer and chemotherapy and you went through, you know, business and taking off business and then, you know, downsizing and everything that all that you have been through and now in the place that you are, if you have anything to share with our listeners that are in the similar situation of maybe health turmoil or, you know, business problems during pandemic, what would you say to our listeners like, 
what should they do? Where can they go first and how can they make their life better? Any parting thoughts? Um, you see, that, that's why I think the point of this uh, podcast, I did share my experience and how it's dramatically changed your life and it's a seeker. Um, yes, I would say take a look at uh, some offerings that Sadhguru offers, you know, take a look yeah. how it resonates with you um, without assumptions, without judgment. Yeah. Just take a look at it and see, because it definitely did um, marvels to me. And I am always highly recommend all those tools. Yeah. And I would say just take a look at it. Take a look, exper <laughs> experiment and, you know, and, and, and try it out. Yes. Yeah, a lot of free offerings online, like uh, Upa Yoga, you know. Isha Kriya. Isha Kriya. Um, again, uh, beautiful chants, music, yes. but by um, Isha uh, music, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, Thank you so much for your love and your commitment to creating a conscious planet and your beautiful recipes and your lovely smile. And, and how you have marvelously healed yourself through practices and your love for Sadhguru. We are truly grateful to have you here at Sacred Balance Podcast. And, and, and thank you so much for making the time to make this happen for us. Thank you, dear. Thank you for having me. It was a joy and pleasure talking to you. And um, yes, uh, looking forward to more podcast of yours oh wonderful can't wait we will definitely do this again and we will you know possibly do it in a different way maybe you know creating a recipe together or something i look forward to it when we you know meet in person someday and we can do something fun like that to share with our listeners and you know viewers of yours so thank you yeah. again julia looking forward to connecting soon namaskaram namaskaram Thank you for listening to our show today. You can find out more about Sacred Balance, Technology of Inner Engineering, our guest, and the topics covered from the show notes attached to the series and the episode. We would appreciate your balanced feedback on the ratings in the review section. Until next time, a world full of love, light, and laughter. Let's make it happen.